Well, it's just God's grace that any one of us can get up here and have anything to say. Um, so for those who don't know me, um, my name is Linda Sutton, and I'm uh, leaning hard on 50 years old. Um, <laughs> Um, I've been a Christian for 20 years, and um, 19 of them have been in Kurtzville and um, with the church here. Um, I'm a single mom, and I, uh, Shyla and I moved here when she was almost two. And uh, just I want to um, talk about uh, a little phrase from Second Corinthians 1. Um, Paul says, God is faithful. And so I just want to um, talk about um, just how that has been true in my life um, over the years. And uh, a, a few verses above that in Second Corinthians 1, um, and I paraphrase, Paul says, God has delivered us, he is delivering us, and he will yet deliver us. And um, so that's really been speaking to me um, in these days. But... Uh, just to summarize my childhood, because I didn't know any of you then, and um, I'm glad that you didn't know me then. <laughs> um, I, I grew up uh, religious. Uh, I was baptized as a baby and confirmed at um, 12, and um, I was active in my church, and I taught Sunday school. Um, I was a doer of good deeds, and externally, most people would have considered me a good little girl. Um, but inside, I was full of dead men's bones. And uh, this came out in, in different ways. Um, like, I had a, a very bad temper. And um, one thing that, uh, just as a child, I would get ready in the morning and be brushing my hair. And um, I would get mad if my hair didn't do what I wanted it to. And my mom had a little hand mirror in the bathroom. And so when I would get so angry with my hair that I would bash it against the sink and break the mirror. And I did that so many times that she had to remove the hand mirror from the bathroom. And, um, and that went on for years. Um, I also uh, was characterized by um, fears and anxiety and um, was just bound up with what other people thought of me. And um, I was just horribly shy. And um, I was also just terrified of death. And I would, um, just even as a child, I would wake up in the night and um, just be tormented by thoughts of dying and what if there wasn't a God, then what would become of me? And what if there is a God? Have I done enough good today to, you know, um, go to heaven if I died? And um, so um, also I was characterized by... Um, selfishness and um, so just just the summary of all that is I was religious um, but empty I didn't know God I didn't know the true gospel I don't even know if I ever heard the true gospel um, when I was young I thought I was good um, but I had no peace um, my my family makeup is that I have one brother and one sister, and uh, and I am the oldest. My sister and I are close in years and in relation. And um, so when it was time for me to go off to college, I went away to um, to Rala, 
And the, the, probably the most important thing that I learned there uh, was that I wasn't as good as I thought that I was. And in fact, um, I was actually shocked at the wicked things that I did as a college student that I thought that I would never do. Um, a few years later, since my sister was a little bit younger than me, she also went off to college and she came here to Truman in Kurtzville. And um, she also learned that she wasn't good, but she was invited to the church here and um, became part of the fellowship and she got converted. Um, and her conversion rocked my world. Um, she didn't have to use any words to say that, to tell me that my religion was worthless, that she thought it was worthless. Um, when she was going to get baptized, we wouldn't come because, you know, she'd already been baptized as a baby. What does she need to get baptized again for? And it was just, it was very offensive. Um, but I started to watch my sister's life like a hawk. Um, and so uh, we would, just over the, the next few years, um, we would get together in family gatherings. And um, she'd always been argumentative as a, a teenager. She was kind of the hard one, and I was the outwardly good one. Um, but uh, when we'd get together, whenever um, just different ones would ask her um, pointed um, questions meant to kind of stir up and get her going, she uh, she would just now um, answer back with um, a really meek, humble spirit, just thoughtfully responding um, with love and tears, um, just verses from the Bible or general principles about God's truth. And um, that really spoke to me. She was uh, like a different person, and I could see it right before my very eyes. And I also knew that she had something that I didn't have. And um, another thing that really struck me about her life was that she was going to church here. And um, we lived apart, and she would write me letters. And her, her letters to me, when she wrote, weren't really filled with like, news of her. She would um, summarize uh, messages from Charles and Dick <laughs> and, and write those to me. And, um, boy, that made me mad. Uh, <laughs> But, but God was convicting and speaking to me through all that. And um, the third thing about her life that really um, spoke to me was that she graduated here um, with a, a major in psychology, but she um, realized that she could no longer embrace that, um, just the idea of man, you know, helping man. Um, and so she wanted to stay here and be part of the church here. And so she... Um, with a college degree, she got a job at the Walmart service desk. And um, so I just I just couldn't understand, you know, like anything about her life. She just had jumped off the deep end, and I didn't get it. And um, But it was, it was very convicting. And um, so meanwhile, um, I, in my pursuit of um, selfishness uh, and just self, um, I got married. Um, that was kind of an idol in my life, and um, he became an idol. And um, we had a child, and but I was going to church, and I became part of a Bible study, and I was reading my Bible and answering these questions um, 
you know, for the, the study each week. And um, they, this particular group put out a tract, and um, I, I wanted to get a hold of the tract. I wanted to know how to be saved. And um, so I, I got a hold of the tract, and I, I read through it and um, prayed, and there was, there was nothing dramatic. There were no flashes or visions or angels or floods of emotion. But I knew that I was empty, and I knew that I was sinful, even though I could probably only name like a handful of sins. And I, I knew that I needed a Savior. Um, and it, it just seemed like at that time that um, the Lord Jesus was calling my name and holding out his hand um, in forgiveness and love and salvation. And um, so I just took it and made my first toddling steps with my father that day and never looked back. So my first trial came um, just a few days after that, and um, my, um, I realized my, that my marriage was falling apart and um, that I found myself alone. Um, and yet I wasn't alone because I knew that Christ was with me. Um, and it was actually because of that trial um, that I'm here in Kirksville coming to Lake Road Chapel. And so here was an instance where I could see direct good coming from something that I hadn't wanted or would not have chosen for myself. Um, and so I say that God is faithful. Um, and through that whole thing, um, I just was able to see God handicap himself, you know, just in the realm of the broken family structure and um, vindicate his name by being the best husband and father um, that a girl could ever have and just covering over my failings and sins and shortcomings and just, um, you know, seeing that he loves to do the opposite of what the world expects and prove that Christianity works in real life. And so just what can I say about um, my 20 years as a Christian? You know, over the years he's been so... Um, patient and long-suffering and helping me through my fears and bringing me to the other side of dark times um, with more reality of him. And I just want to repeat that God is faithful. He's led me and guided me and stretched me and um, just by bits and degrees, he's changing me into something that I wasn't before. And um, this just seems to, um, I just noticed that this accelerates um, when there are trials. And... Um, so now I just want to spend a little bit of time on um, my most recent trial, and that's the recurrence of my thyroid cancer. Um, and so I'm um, having surgery this Thursday, as Charles mentioned, and then a few months after that I'll have the um, radioactive iodine treatment um, where I get to be on house arrest um, and uh, <laughs> spend time alone in my house because I'll be uh, a danger to other people's thyroids. <laughs> Um, so, um, is this scary? Yeah, cancer's scary. And I'm a fearful person. Um, and I'm, I'm again going down a path that I don't want to go down. Um, but God is faithful and he's using this to, um, cause me to run to him. And, um, just, uh, you know, isn't, isn't the nearness of God our good? And um, he's just showing me things um, from his word, like he always leads us in his triumph in Christ. And um, he delights in the prosperity of his servant. And um, so he's, he's just ever faithful. And when the fears come, he just takes them all away. 
and he's continuing to hold my hand um, and give me help and strength that I don't have. Um, and in, in my weakness, he's just showing himself strong. Um, also, um, it just seems like he's giving more of a sense of urgency regarding lost souls around me. And um, I have, it just seems like recently, more opportunities to, to share um, about the Lord with people. And um, it just seems like uh, when they hear that you have cancer, um, they, they're more apt to listen to what you have to say. Um, and I just, I find this to be um, very encouraging and exciting. And um, I'm just waiting on the Lord expectantly to see what he'll do with others and with me. Because um, he's changing me and I want to be changed and I need to be changed. And um, then um, another thing is that um, I'm just really thankful for today. And um, just a quote from Bob Jennings that he has said, um, whatever you do, do it today. Um, And I would just add to that, um, we're running out of tomorrows. And so I'm celebrating today because it's special. And if you're a Christian, today is special because today is the day of salvation. And um, there's a verse from Psalm 40:16 that says, Let those who love thy salvation say continually, The Lord be magnified. And so um, I'm just wanting um, and sharing all this with you so that you magnify the Lord with me. And if you're not a Christian today, today is special because today is the day of salvation. And so I just want to ask, what are you waiting for? Don't wait for cancer. Don't wait to um, hear peals of thunder or flashes of lightning bolts. If you hear his voice, just repent and believe and magnify the Lord with me. And um, this hymn kind of sums up uh, just what I've been talking about and um, just uh, the the Lord's preciousness in my life. And um, I'm just going to read the first stanza to you. All the way my Savior leads me. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt his tender mercy? Who through life has been my guide? Mm. Heavenly peace, divinest comfort, here by faith in him to dwell. For I know, whate'er befall me, Jesus doeth all things well. So here I raise my Ebenezer. Thus far has the Lord brought me. And I just want to say I love you all. And thank you for your love and patience with me.